0: Welcome to episode 76 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Want to sell more handmade wholesale products? Stop doing this one thing. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So I hope you all enjoyed the Shopkeeper Story series. I know I enjoyed recording them. I enjoyed the conversations with those Master Shopkeepers members. So a special shout out to them. Thank you for taking the time to do that. I know how busy we all are and how busy you all are. And I appreciated you sharing your stories with everyone. So a quick retreat update before I get started. Retreat tickets are still available. If you want to grab a seat, you can visit SavvyShopKeeper.com forward slash retreat. That's where you'll find out about the retreat in case you're new around here. It will be in September in Greenville, Michigan. And I just wanted to let you know that, you know, the itinerary is kind of fluid as I go along and figure out what people really want to learn. So there's a questionnaire after you sign up for a ticket, and that's really helped me determine, what do I want to fill some of those slots in terms of education with? So I added one class specifically on systems and processes. By far, I, I also ran a poll in Master Shopkeepers, and that's the one thing people want to learn about. I know for sure the episode I did on systems and processes, and I can't think of the number, what the number was But that actually generated probably some of the most responses I've ever heard from from listeners. So that class is hands down going to be part of the retreat. So that's one presentation that I added that I'll be teaching. And another session that I added is how to get your business seen. So another question I get, and it could be brick and mortar online both, so, I've always had this idea for an ebook on this topic, and I'll be creating and designing and publishing that ebook probably sometime in late August, just in time to have it printed. And everyone who attends will get a copy of the ebook, and that's another presentation that I added. So, I have a couple more spots to fill. So, if you've been wondering about content for the retreat, I thought I'd give you that little update. Again, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash retreat if you want to grab a seat and join us. This is going to be amazing. Okay, moving on to my intention for this episode. I always like to cover this at the beginning so you know what my intention is. And My intention for this episode is to help handmade wholesalers sell more, like plain and simple. This one is for the makers. But even if you're a retail brick and mortar business owner, you might still find this episode helpful. And more importantly, if you have friends who have handmade businesses or you have friends or you have people that come to your store and pitch to you and you can tell that they need a little bit of help, please share this episode with them. I would love for this to be as helpful as possible to the handmade artists out there who want to wholesale. First, I wanna start off with a shopkeeper's shout out. And this one is by Brittany, and she titled it, How is this free? Question mark, exclamation point. Now, Brittany is the owner of Colopsia Clay. I had to pause there and make sure I said it right. We'll link her jewelry business in the show notes. You have to follow her on Instagram. Brittany is the sweetest soul, but she gave me a five-star review. I shouldn't say but, I should say and she gave me a five-star review, and I'm going to read what she said. The amount of information you receive in such short and concise episodes is unmatched by any podcast I've ever listened to. These episodes get straight to the point and arm you with the knowledge that you can put into action as soon as the episode finishes. Kathy's podcast truly feels like an essential tool in my business, and I'm so grateful for it. This is a free resource that provides priceless lessons that every small business owner can benefit from. I just can't recommend Savvy Shopkeeper enough. Brittany, thank you. I really appreciate the five-star review. Brittany also probably over the past couple months, joined the Shopkeepers Lab. And I just have to say how impressed I am with Brittany. Brittany's one of those people that just kind of goes all in. She started her jewelry business. She makes beautiful jewelry with clay. And she just started taking in all of the content. And I can see, because I follow her on Instagram, she's actually a customer in our store too, I can see how she applies everything she learns To her business and to the growth of her business. And now she's participating in markets and pop ups, and she's creating like special lines of jewelry for local businesses. It's really, really impressive. So I just want to make sure I mention that. Anyhow, Brittany, thank you. I really appreciate the review. Okay, let's get started. What's one reason why handmade wholesalers are selling more, especially over the last few years? it's convenience that's the reason there's a reason why platforms like fair and tundra abound and handshake are all working so well these platforms they've created an extremely easy and efficient way for store owners to buy wholesale from handmade artists think about it it's all online it's easy for us the store owners to understand the terms It's easy to understand who we're buying from because a lot of the platforms like feature pictures and information about the person who's making the products. You know, some other things that these platforms do is they make it easy to pay. It's like just all around easy to order, right? I'm sure if you're a brick and mortar store owner, you're like, yeah, Fair, Tundra, all those places make it really easy. But if makers want to do this independently, on their own terms where maybe they can profit more because they're not paying fees to some of these platforms or they just want to be able to determine their own terms because sometimes your terms can be determined by the platforms. Whatever it may be, I know there are quite a few handmade artists who just want to be able to do this on their own and not rely on some of these platforms to do it. And if that's what you want to do, then you have to create the ease and efficiency on your own. You have to create the ease and efficiency that these other places are creating for the brick-and-mortar store owners. You have to do that for the brick-and-mortar store owners, too. I'll be the first to say that I know we're all busy. I completely get it. But if you want to sell more to brick-and-mortar businesses, if you want to see your products inside more stores, then the one thing you can do is stop setting up roadblocks between you and the store owner. I can't tell you how many times I've been approached in my own store or by email, which is what I prefer, by small handmade business owners looking to sell their products, but I was met with a roadblock or lots of roadblocks with every question that I asked. And I don't get I don't get mad, I've learned like not to get frustrated with them. Oftentimes, especially the the newer handmade artists, they're still learning. They don't know what it is that they need. They just haven't figured it out yet. I get it. This episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. Email marketing shouldn't be so hard. That's what I thought for years when I struggled using another software program to design and send emails for my retail store. Then Flowdesk came along. Now it's so easy to design and send beautifully branded emails to our customers that convert into sales. I also use Flowdesk to send the Savvy Shopkeeper newsletter. Flowdesk is a woman owned company and the software is in beta which means they're still new and building some features but personally I have loved it. If you have an email list of over a thousand or more subscribers and you send emails to your customers pretty regularly, you know the monthly price for email marketing can add up. At this time, Flowdesk is offering unlimited subscribers and unlimited emails for $38 a month, but I have a special offer for you. You can have unlimited subscribers and send unlimited emails for only $19 a month. To get half off the monthly price of $38, yes, it's only $19 a month, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Flowdesk for a special link. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K. And I also want to add that I, along with so many other brick-and-mortar store owners, we want to support you. We want to order from you. We also want you to profit more. I can't tell you how many times I've seen in the shopkeeper's lab where I've seen the brick-and-mortar store owners ask the handmade artists, Can I order directly from you so that they don't have to go through these platforms and maybe those platforms dip into the profits of the maker? I love that I see that. So I just want to make sure that I mention that because I think it's important that you know we want to support you in more ways than one. So you might be wondering what the roadblocks are. And if you're a maker, you may not even realize that this is happening. So let me explain the roadblocks to you. I also want to start by saying that makers approach store owners in a variety of ways. DMs on Instagram, emails, in-store visits, Facebook messages. I can honestly say that I can't tell you how to approach the store owners because every, this is what I'm finding, every store owner feels differently. I don't think you'll hit the nail on the head each time. Some store owners, like me, prefer email. I don't have time in the store to look at products or to have the conversations with people who want to sell to us. I just don't. My time in my store is so limited. I have enough time to get the work that I need done and to take care of customers. So personally, I prefer email. But some store owners prefer in- in-person visits. They don't want their email boxes, inboxes cluttered. And some don't mind DMs on Instagram, while I've heard others say they hate when they get DMs. So you just never know. I just don't think you're going to be able to please everyone, every store owner. And we can't read anyone's mind, so we just don't know, right? The point of this episode, however, is to tell you how you might be creating roadblocks and not even realize you're doing it. So with each roadblock that I'm going to share, I'm going to explain a solution or what you can do to eliminate the roadblock, because I just don't want to tell you that you're creating these roadblocks and then not give you a solution to those, right? So the first question a store owner will ask you is, do you have information about your business, who you are? Maybe what's your story or your journey. I want to remind you that people buy from people. And although it often feels vain to talk about ourselves, it really is a must. You should be prepared to tell your story. Maybe why you started your business, why you make the products. Maybe there's a story behind that. Maybe something about the process. But sharing about yourself is what builds trust. So, in this situation, you want to be able to provide what I call maybe there's a name out there for it, I don't know. I call it a brand info sheet, a brand information sheet. And if you go, if you're a lab member, a shopkeepers lab member, we'll link that in the show notes too. It's in the shopkeepers academy, shopkeepersacademy.com. But if you're a lab member and you go to the makers module, I'm going to list a lot of resources in the makers module. But to address roadblock number one, the brand info sheet, there's actually a Canva template I created and recently added in there where you can just kind of plug in a few pictures and information about your business, about yourself, maybe a couple of your product lines. It's just an introduction about you and your business to the store owner that you're pitching to. Roadblock number two, and this is the next question a store owner might ask you, is do you have a line sheet or a website? Now, a line sheet is pretty much just a small catalog on paper. And when I say catalog, it doesn't have to be 100. We actually, we don't want it to be 100 pages. Most often, the makers that approach me or that I buy from, their line sheets might be three to five pages. It's a bunch of pictures with your wholesale price, maybe minimum quantity, which we'll talk about next, and pictures of your products so that I can see what it is that I might want to order from you. Oftentimes, if you go into a store or you send one picture, as a store owner, I want to see everything that you have available at wholesale pricing. If you have a full line of products, you should be prepared to show them in some way. So imagine if you just handed the store owner or sent the email, you know, the store owner, and it had three sheets with everything that they needed. We'll also talk about that at the end of this episode. But the question is, do you have a line sheet or a website? So again, in the makers module, there's a line sheet template through Canva that you can use to create your line sheet. Because I found a few years ago, that was one place where the makers were getting stuck. They didn't know how to even start that. It's a simple document, but they didn't even know how to start that design process. And now it's done for you. You just plug in your pictures and your information. So that Canva template is in the lab. And then the other thing I would recommend if you haven't started a website, one that's really, I guess, wholesale friendly is Shopify. So I would recommend if you haven't picked a platform and you have a small catalog of products, Shopify is really one of the best places I could point you to in terms of building a website and getting that going. I will again link Shopify in the show notes too. Um, And I think I have a special affiliate offer, so I'll be sure to link the affiliate link so you can grab that. Okay, the next roadblock and the next question a store owner might ask you is, do you sell wholesale or consign? All right, I have to be careful here (laughs) because this could turn into an hour episode. If you're going to start pitching to retail store owners please educate yourself on this and decide which it is that you offer, or maybe you decide that you offer both, but you want to know what your terms are if you decide to offer one or the other. So the easiest way for me to explain it is if you sell wholesale, you're essentially selling your goods to the store owner, and then they will sell them to their customers. And if you're consigning, You're renting your goods until or if they sell. So you're renting out those products with the hopes that, of course, all of it will sell. But if it doesn't, the store owner can return them to you. That's the difference between wholesaling and consigning. Again, there's going to be a difference in pricing. I have to be careful here. But I do have a lesson in the lab under the makers module to help you decide how to do this. You just want to make sure that you're really clear when you approach a brick and mortar store owner about this, because personally in my own store, we don't do consignment. I will only buy wholesale from handmade artists. This episode is brought to you by Gusto. Gusto is a payroll software system for small businesses that makes it easy to add new hires, calculate and withhold taxes, process payroll for employees and contractors, and stay compliant. Even better, Gusto is affordable for small retail business owners. If you're looking to hire and you're overwhelmed by what to withdraw, how to calculate it, what paperwork you need to file, Gusto makes it really easy to manage payroll. The system does it all for you. If you want more like time tracking, workers' compensation benefits, or other benefits for employees, Gusto offers those services too. We all learned in 2020 the value of payroll employees versus subcontractor employees. Particularly when we applied for federal assistance programs or local and national grants. If you know it's time to build a team of payroll employees, or you're frustrated with your current payroll provider, and you want to try Gusto for one month free, visit savvyshopkeeper.com forward slash Gusto for a special link. That's savvyshopkeeper.com forward slash Gusto. G U S T O. Next one is the next roadblock is. And the question is, what are your wholesale prices? Again, this could be a rabbit hole and I could talk about this for a long time. But I think my point here is you wanna be really clear. You don't wanna be wishy washy on this topic. So you wanna determine what are your wholesale prices before you start to sell to retail store owners. And you wanna be firm um, and confident about them too. So I wanna add here that I have some clients. make their own products but don't wholesale at all and part of the reason is their products are too labor-intensive or the cost of supplies to make those products is high so it doesn't make financial sense for them to wholesale at all they only retail but there are some handmade artists that the supplies to make their products or maybe it's not so labor-intensive And they can offer wholesale pricing, which is usually half of what your retail price is. Again, my point here is to determine what your wholesale prices are in advance. Be clear about it. Be confident about it. Don't be wishy-washy. Again, in the makers module in the lab, I actually have a calculator to help you determine what your wholesale price can or should be. And that sometimes will tell you right away if you should be wholesaling your products or not. All right, the next question that you'll get and that could be a roadblock is Do you offer online ordering specifically for wholesale or do you have an order form? And what I mean by that is I can visit someone's website and I'll just see retail pricing because they sell to the general public. But on occasion, I'll also see maybe a link to access wholesale information. And if you don't have that website set up, maybe you just have a printed form. Either way is fine, it's just that the store owner is going to ask you, how can you order? And sometimes this is the biggest roadblock of all. I personally want this to be as easy as possible. So determine what your system is, whether they can visit your website and order wholesale, maybe it's through an application with a discount code, a 50% off, or maybe it's a paper order form, but just make sure that you have this set up and make it really easy for someone to order from you. For paper ordering, I've seen makers share an Excel spreadsheet. It's formatted. All the store owner has to do is enter in quantities, like I want five of this item, 10 of this item, And the spreadsheet does all of the work. It even totals it. The store owner knows what their total is, what they have to pay you or the check they have to write out. Or I I don't know. We still write checks. I don't know if anyone else writes checks. Again, my point is make it as simple and easy as possible. In the makers module in the lab, there is an Excel spreadsheet template if you want to grab it so that you can offer this to your customers. All right, I have two more roadblocks. The next one is A store owner will ask you, do you have a minimum order or minimums on each product? Now, wholesaling is meant to help you sell more, bigger, bigger quantities, right? So you should have a minimum order in place. Otherwise, you would just sell retail. You would just sell one item at a time. So make sure you indicate what your minimum order is. And the minimum could be a minimum number of products or a minimum value. For example... If you sell etched glassware, you could indicate on a line sheet that each design that you offer, it's a minimum of 10 glasses. The store owner has to order at least 10 glasses of each design from you. Or it could just be a general minimum order of $200. Whatever it is, you determine that, but be clear so the store owner knows this. And then the next roadblock And the question that might ask you is, what are your other terms? And other terms could be a variety of things. But just to keep this episode short and sweet, maybe it's about shipping. Do you ship or deliver for free? That's a really good example of a term. As a store owner, I love free shipping. But as a retail coach, I want to help you protect your margins. So just be careful here. I don't want you to give too much away and that means your hard-earned revenue and your time. So sometimes I'll tell makers to offer maybe free shipping on, you know, their first order and then, you know, it's calculated shipping from that point on. Or maybe it's free shipping after a certain threshold. An intro offer to ship or deliver for free is a great idea, but it doesn't mean you have to offer this indefinitely. Either way, You can address roadblock number six, which was minimum orders or minimum quantities, and roadblock number seven, which was shipping or maybe other terms. You can address this with the terms page on your line sheet. And this is one thing that I actually didn't have on the Canva line sheet template, but I recently added it. So if you want a a newer version or if you want to grab the terms page from the template, by all means, go ahead and go in there and grab it. But again, it's in the makers module in the lab. And the terms page just kind of really breaks down like you need to order $200, minimum $200 with me. I'll ship your first order for free. Um, I'm trying to think of other terms. I'm drawing a blank, but it kind of lays out all of those other additional questions a retail store owner might have. So you can see that addressing these roadblocks can be done both on paper or on a website. I'm not suggesting that you have to run out and get the best and most expensive website. If anyone knows about taking baby steps, it's me, or about being budget friendly or budget conscious. So to wrap this up, if you're a maker, Make it easy for store owners to order from you. Be very clear about how to order from you and stop putting barriers between you and the retail store owner. When I talk about systems and processes, it's kind of funny, I'm doing like a full 180 here since I mentioned that class, that presentation for the retreat. But when I talk about systems and processes, this is a great example of that. So if a maker sent me an email With the parts and pieces I just talked about, I would receive just a few sentences in the email like, hey, Kathy, you know, I've been in your store. I love it. I think my products would be a really good fit. I noticed you didn't sell so and so. I hand make these um, attached. This is what they would say. Attached to the email is my brand information sheet, my line sheet with a terms page. And an order form, if you're interested in ordering or the person would have a link to their website with all of this information on maybe a wholesale page or a wholesale area of their website. So yes, you will invest initial time in setting this whole system up, creating the line sheet, the brand info sheet, the terms, all of that. But once the system is set up, imagine how much easier it makes all of the processes. Is that right? Processes, processes. I think it's processes. How much it makes all of the processes that follow. Keep that in mind. There's an investment in time at the beginning, but the point is for you to be able to maybe pitch to dozens or hundreds of retailers and make it not only easy for yourself but easy for that store owner too. Again, stop the roadblocks. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, and I know I mentioned a ton, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 76. I'll say it again. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 76. If you find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you have maker friends, artist friends, you know, the handmade artists who sell wholesale, share this episode with them. If you're a store owner and a maker approaches you but isn't quite prepared, share this episode. I want to help our community, whether you're an online shop owner or a brick and mortar store owner, I really want to help you thrive. Also, if you haven't heard, we're currently choosing one name every every month from those that submit podcast reviews on Apple Podcast. And this person will get a 30-minute call with me where I help answer questions and coach you regarding your business. We can actually cover a lot in 30 minutes. So thank you for listening. Again, I hope you enjoyed the Shopkeeper Story series. I have another series coming up maybe after the retreat. I'm excited to record those. Um, I'll have some special guests on those episodes too. I can't think of anything else. I'm happy to be back. It's so funny how I forget how much I enjoy recording these podcast episodes. But thank you for listening. And until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.